Everybody knows things are bad. Oh, I'd give anything to get out of wars altogether. Everybody's out of work or scared of losing their job. But which is the way back to Kansas? Banks are going bust. Shopkeepers keep a gun under the counter. Punks are running wild in the street. And there's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do, and there's no end to it. Follow the yellow brick road. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes, as if that's the way it's supposed to be. Follow the yellow brick road? We know things are bad, worse than bad. They're crazy. It's like everything everywhere is going crazy, so we don't go out anymore. We sit in the house, and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller, and all we say is, please, at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Let me have my toaster and my TV and my steel-belted radios, and I won't say anything. Just leave us alone. I want you to get mad. Follow the yellow brick road. I don't want you to protest. I don't want you to write. I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the Russians and the crime in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! You're listening to P.T. Pop on a mind revolution, leading you out of the rabbit hole, one grain of truth at a time. on the roof, looking for something, but there's no proof that anyone's ever been Hey there, everybody. P.T. Pop here, all four lobes of my brain, securely bound behind my back. Welcome to P.T. Pop, a mind revolution, where I lead you out of the rabbit hole, one grain of truth at a time. Today's episode is episode 27 of the 2020 year. Thank you for downloading me. I hope I don't cause indigestion. Yes, and today's episode is called Life is Born from Chaos. And speaking of chaos, I just fought with my dog over a turd. (laughs) I have a dog, my dog Eli. We got him from the pound many years ago. He is just about to turn 12, or so we think. And uh, he, we think he picked up this habit of eating his own turds or other dogs' turds because we don't think the pound cleaned out his, his cage quickly enough for his liking, and he would eat his turds to maintain the cleanliness of his shelter. So I put him out back every now and then to go pee and go poop and just lay out in the sun and stuff, and I put him out there... And I look up, and he's got this massive turd hanging from his mouth. And, and I don't know where he find, found this turd, because I uh, I go out there with a shovel all the time, and bags, and we clean up the turds and all that stuff. But he is a turd muncher. We call him the mighty turd muncher. I don't know, man. He, he'd go over well in some kinky kinky scenes here in the world. But I try to get him to take put the turd down, but he won't do it, not even for a treat. He just swallows it. He chews it up and swallows it. So if you ever come to my house, do not kiss my dog Eli, or he'll give you turd breath. And now, the word of the day. Yes, my friends, the word of the day is with us, and you're all happier for it, aren't you? The word of the day today, from Webster's Dictionary, 
is utopian. The word is utopian. And that basically is a word that means having impossibility, ideal conditions, especially of social organization. The second definition Webster's gives us is proposing or advancing impractically ideal social and political schemes, utopian idealists. And the third version they give us is impossibly ideal, visionary, recognized the utopian nature of his hopes. It's vital that we understand that a lot of what we're striving for and a lot of what we're looking for in this world is a utopian state of mind, meaning it's unrealistic. And I'm not quite certain if everybody understands that this is a almost impossible thing to achieve, like peace on earth and things like that. But the word of the day and what I'm going to kind of focus on today is the chaos of life and the utopian state of mind that people or the utopian state that people want or what they have in their mind or what they think is possible really isn't. And there you have the word of the day. When I say utopian and the, and the definition says it's having impossibly ideal conditions, it means it's really impossible to achieve the conditions that you're hoping for. And when I say this, I think about life itself. Life is born from chaos. People want peace. People want equality. We seek symmetry in an asymmetric world. We seek balance in a world where everything is out of whack. Everything is. Nothing is symmetrical in the world. The human body isn't symmetrical. One eye is always bigger than the other. One one woman's breast is bigger than the other. One testicle hangs lower and is bigger than the other. The body isn't symmetrical. You can't split it in half and have two equal halves. And when I say life is born out of chaos, when a human male ejaculates, he can release between 40 million and 1.2 billion sperm cells in a single ejaculation. I'm not not trying to be disgusting here. I'm trying to be biologically and scientifically correct here without being gross, without being blue or off color. When the man ejaculates, the sperm are hitting the pink, slippery beaches of the vagina. (laughs) Let me say this about copulation between a man and a woman or intercourse. I think I figured out why God made it feel so good. Because it smells so god-awful, no one would want to have sex if it didn't feel good. Boys have a penis, girls have a vagina. Thanks for the tip. Oh my God, does it smell bad. (laughs) Me so horny. Me so horny. You keep lying. Me love you a long time. It's true. I mean, I hate to bring up copulation here. But uh, it is a, it is a stanky mess having sex. I remember the first time I had sex before we um, proceeded with the act. My partner took off her undergarments, and I'm like, "What is that smell?" And she goes, "That's my vagina." Uh, uh, uh. Oh my god! Boys have a penis, girls have a vagina. Thanks for the tip. And I would imagine that before they're they're discharged from their landing craft, it's going to be like you know Normandy. In World War II, the invasion of Normandy, the American troops on the beaches of Normandy. You know, the sergeant is on the landing craft with his men. He says, men, look to your left. Look to your right. Only one of you is going to survive today. 
Can you imagine being one of 40 billion sperm and knowing that only one of you is going to get to the target and, you know, penetrate the target? You have one in 40 billion chance, one in a 40 billion chance to reach the target, maybe one in 1.2 billion. Those odds aren't very good. So (laughs) the creation of life is not created in peace. The creation of life is not created in beauty. It's not some romantic uh, swim up the vaginal canal into the egg and into into the fallopian tube. The journey of life begins with chaos, utter chaos, squirted out from a landing craft, a male's penis, into the slippery dark canal, going down with with billions of other of you guys, all fighting, fighting desperately, fighting and warring and battling to get up inside this lady's fallopian tube and to fertilize the egg and only one makes it that's a battle my friend that's a battle that is not peace there's there's a beauty in in a sense there's a beauty because life is created oh look life is created but did you know have you ever seen the videos on the internet when the when the egg actually does get to the when the sperm does get to the egg and they unite there's a little flash of light there's like a little explosion of, of energy that's exchanged between the two. And those who are purists will say, oh, that's beautiful. That's so beautiful. It's life being created. And there's light. We're created from light, and that must be Jesus. Or whoever it happens to be, Muhammad or Buddha or whatever you think of and you dream of and you, whatever magical man in the clouds you want to worship. But the reality of it is, from the moment those sperm are released from their landing craft, there's a battle being raged and fought for in the vaginal cavity the canal of the woman is a dark damp musty cavern that they must fight uphill and find their way to the egg one makes it if any make it at all I mean sometimes it doesn't happen sometimes all 1.2 billion soldiers die that's not beauty that's not peace that's chaos there's utter chaos going inside the woman's body at a microscopic level it's it's an utter it's it's just it's no different than battles that are fought here on the ground there are men charging across a field and they're trying to get somewhere right in reality in, in human life men have rifles or machine guns or tanks or laser beams or whatever they fight with these days and then then the ultimate thing is that the egg has to plunge into and you know kind of drill into the egg and then they unite and really the two lose themselves the egg becomes another thing you know i think it was it turned into next a zygote or something like that but but the sperm itself gets engulfed in the egg it just goes in as a you know bye-bye sperm and then the two start to do their magic and I guess God or whoever it is goes, okay, you shall be a girl or whatever, you know, and it's not, it's not a pretty scene. It's, it's utter chaos. It's destruction. It's death. It's wet. It's dark. It's lonely. It's like, ugh. yet for some reason in this world, even though life is created out of chaos, a life is created out of a, a battle inside of a woman, we all seem to think there should be peace in the real world. And I don't understand. There is no balance in the world. There is no uh, symmetry. There is none of that. 
Now, I mean, think of this. Think of like if men, you ever notice how men, all of us men are aggressive. Most most men are aggressive. We all have evil thoughts and we think, you know, so-and-so did this. They should be, had this done to them. And, or we should go and invade this country. We should blow these people up. And some of that is sociological. Some of it is, you know, pounded into our heads from society and from family and stuff. But I think, think of it. When we're born from the sperm that initiates the battle. I mean, even the action of intercourse, you have to actually penetrate a woman with your member to get a baby. You have to physically enter her, which is, which is, you know, you're violating a woman's body with your member to create another life. That act in and of itself is fairly, it's it's not exactly, it's not always, um, it can always be pleasant for the woman. For the man, it's pleasurable, but for the woman, she's she's sacrificing her body. She's she's letting you violate her. And and many women want to have babies, but the act in of itself isn't always comfortable for women. It is a fairly a, a somewhat of a violent act. But somehow, people in the world think, "Oh, we should have peace. There should be peace. There should be equality amongst all people." But there isn't equality amongst anything. There is no symmetry in the world. There is no equality in the world. The Earth itself isn't even symmetrical. If if you were to take all the water off of the Earth, you'd have a big, giant, spiky piece of dirt floating around the Earth. If you just stripped away all the water, it wouldn't be symmetrical. One million men and women and children died in the Civil War. One million in our own civil war here in this country. And that didn't bring equality. It got it abolished slavery. 100 million people died in combat in World War I, which was supposed to be the war to end all wars, and World War II. Between those two wars, 100 million people died. Between the three, over 100 million people died. 100 million people died, and that didn't bring peace or equality to anyone anywhere around the world. We still don't have peace or equality in this world. And so so what I'm saying is that people are taking to the streets today in cities around the world protesting, trying to get equal rights, trying to get police to adjust the way they do things. But it's not going to bring equality in a world that's built out of inequality. It's not going to bring equality in a world that is where life is created from chaos. There's constant chaos around us. There, There is no symmetry in anything. Everything is just kind of chaotic. And those of you who are romantics think there can be peace. But there can't be peace in an imperfect world. It's impossible. The only way there could ever be peace in this world is if there's a huge, huge worldwide change of heart and mind. Not just with races, but with all things. With sex, creed, color, religion. And I just don't understand... I, well, I gotta stop saying that because I keep saying I don't understand. I don't understand people. Well, people don't understand themselves. I don't know how I can understand understand them. I mean, most people. No, I'm not being mean. Most people are not very deep. They're not deep thinkers. Most people are not thinking much more about much about anything other than their their next cigarette and their next beer, and when you know when the next TV show is on or when they can get to their iPhone or when they can get home and watch the next football game or whatever. Most people are not very deep. They're not sitting around analyzing, hmm, I wonder why I hate that black man over there. They don't have the capabilities of it. No one's ever taught them critical thinking skills. Never. No one's ever taught them to analyze themselves. This country is all about medicating yourself. This country is all about escapism. 
This is all about sticking your head in the sand very deep so you don't see what's going on around you. Because if, if anybody in this country really knew the truth of how you've really been fucked up the ass really bad, most people would kill themselves. They couldn't handle it. And people are killing themselves right now because they, they've taken the red pill and they can't handle it. It's too painful. It's too painful to see that you've been living in the land of Oz created by a man behind the curtain who's been lying to you. And I'm not talking about our president. I'm talking about the general system we live in is the giant lie. And now they've got everybody thinking that if they riot in the streets and if they protest, that there's going to be a worldwide awakening of racial equality. But all it's doing, the rioting, the rioting especially, what it's doing is just creating a deeper and more cavernous void between all of us. And this is just a theory of mine, but I think the more you emphasize race, the more you create division. And what I mean by that is, in, especially in this country, there's always people talking about there's not enough African Americans winning Academy Awards. Oh, there's not enough African Americans being nominated for and, and winning glo- uh, uh, Golden Globe Awards. There's not enough African American people in sitcoms. There's not enough African American people on hockey teams. There's not enough African American people on, you know, playing tennis or playing hockey or whatever. And every time you emphasize that, you're emphasizing a division. You're creating, you're drawing a line in the sand, us versus them, us versus them. Which, as I said, the people that run everything, regardless of who they are, but mostly everybody that runs everything is white. And a lot of them have their minds made up of how things are going to be, and you're not going to change your minds. And the more you rattle the cage, the more they're going to say, forget it. So the rioting has really hurt everybody. I think the rioting has hurt everybody. There has to be a global change of mind. There has to be a global change of heart for everybody to go, you know what, maybe we should change. You know, there has to be something. And I don't know what that something is. It's probably got to be like a catastrophic event, like a, a meteorite hitting some place on one of the continents and just, you know, eviscerating or evaporating everybody, like half the globe worldwide. So right now, what is there, 9 billion people? Let's say an asteroid hits and wipes out 4.5 billion people. And everyone's like, oh, man, we got, we really, we really are fucked. What do we do? And all we have is each other. It's just, let's say worldwide, that's even worse than them. Let's say there's fires and earthquakes and, you know, the apocalypse is upon us and there's only like 6 million people left out of 4, out of 8 billion. Everyone's going to go, you know, we, maybe we should try to figure this out and learn how to get, get along. Until that happens, it's not going to happen. People just want to get up, eat their breakfast, go to work, have their lunch, come home, eat dinner, you know, turn on the TV, watch three hours of crap on TV, have a beer and go back to bed. That's all they want. Most people are pretty simple, and they're not very deep thinkers. They're not sitting there going, you know what? When that Molotov, when that Molotov cocktail hit that officer in the head and his hair caught on fire, I really had to say to myself, maybe we better think this whole racist thing through, you know? Maybe we better. It's really opened up my eyes. People aren't thinking about that stuff. Some people are. There are those people out there that are are hell-bent on always doing the right thing and trying to always say the right thing and be politically correct. And those people are out there going, those are the ones that are out there kneeling with the police, and those are the ones out there hugging black people and saying, I'm so sorry what happened to your people because of my people. Here's the bottom line. The bottom line is this. Wrongs have been done on both sides of all people, of all walks of life, black, white, green, red, gray, Hispanic, 
gay, straight, lesbian, whatever they happen to be. Everybody has committed a wrong. And the only way to right that wrong is to shut the hell up and to start doing it. People get up off their asses and be kind to each other. To think that we're going to find racial equality through writing and through protesting and more laws. I mean, this is what they do in America. They come up with civil rights movements that really just put a pretty bow on racism. It just put a bow on it. said, okay, you don't have to sit at the back of the bus now. And we don't have black and white water coolers. And you can, you can go to this school and can do that and segregation, all this stuff. But still people hated. It didn't take away the hate. No one's ever addressed the hate. No one's ever addressed the, the sociological issues between the two groups of people in this country or where it came from. No one's ever logically sat down and said, you know what? Maybe maybe we should talk about this. And, and what it always comes down to, just, just like at George Floyd's funeral the other day, you got Jesse, not Jesse Jackson, you had Al Sharpton screaming at the top of his lungs like the black preacher thing. And that doesn't do anything. It doesn't do anything. We don't hear it as white people. We don't hear it. We go, oh, no, there he is again. He's screaming again. We just turn off the TV. We don't want to hear that man. And I would imagine most most African-American people are tired of him and Jesse Jackson. These are not your leaders, my friend. These these guys are charlatans. They've never done you any good. So so what? They, they walked alongside of Martin Luther King. This is about, as again, as I said in one of my first podcasts last year, all we have is each other. That's it. All we have is each other is up to us. If we're going to rely on rioting and protests and politicians and police to bring peace, we're screwed because the politicians are out for themselves. As I've said before, the sociopathic psychopaths that just want attention. And they'll go up on the podium and they'll say anything. They'll say anything. They'll say anything to get you to buy their bullshit. And they'll wear any type of toupee and get their teeth whitened and their nose straightened and they're get nipped and tucked and wear a satin suit. And it doesn't matter the color of their skin. They will stab you in the back while they're grinning ear to ear. And it doesn't matter if they're named Obama or Trump or Clinton or Bush. They're all dirt bags. All we have is each other. we got to do this ourselves. War is not going to solve it. War has never solved anything. Writing doesn't solve it. Race relation people from the NAACP doesn't solve it. This creates tension. Think of it. It's never done anything. The NAACP, they just go around rattling sabers all the time. They don't, they don't do anything. It's up to us, people. It's up to us to, to accept people for who they are and try to, to realize the struggles they've gone through and all the, all the horrors they've seen in their life because of their culture or their own personal society. I mean, I, I don't know what else it would do because we know better. We know better than these politicians. You know better than these politicians. We do. We know how to do this. We know this. You know this. Instinctually, you know, hey, that guy over there, just because he's black doesn't mean he's going to stab me or shoot me. I'll tell you this. To close this out, I've known hundreds of black people in my life, but I've never had any African-American person at any time, anywhere in my life, ever rob me, shoot me, hurt me, steal from me, lie to me. I've never had anybody of black descent, African-American descent, ever do any harm to me in any way whatsoever, ever, not once. They've not slandered me. They haven't lied about me. They haven't 
lied to me. They haven't misled me. Nothing. Not one. But all the people I know who have personally attacked me and hurt me are white. My own family. My own family are some of the most despicable people that you'll ever meet. They'll lie to you. They'll cheat. They'll make fun of you. They'll berate you. I've had no support from my siblings in any way, shape, or form since, at the very least, 1990. They all took off. When the going got tough, they got going. They hit the road. They jumped ship. I have family members that have stolen from my family. I've had family members that have tried to take my money, take my house. I've had family members who have stolen things from me. My father was a blithering alcoholic. My mother was a blithering alcoholic. The choices they made in life sent us to the poorhouse. We were living on the street. We were on food stamps. We were living out of people's homes. And there were a few good people that took us in to try to help us out, but they eventually kicked us out too. And when I lived out west, when I lived in Phoenix, Arizona, and the worst people in that entire neighborhood were the white kids, the white teenagers that were vandalizing all the houses. Little spoiled, rotten white kids in the, in the junior high school and the high school would roam through the neighborhood and smash windows and tag the place and break things, leaving crack pipes and meth pipes on the ground. They just wander around on bicycle gangs and just smash basketball hoops and throw glass in the pool. Horrible stuff like that. The kids that were doing all that used to live in California, and their parents sold their million-dollar house in California and came to Arizona and bought two houses. One was a rental property, the other one they lived in, and little Bobby and Jody didn't want to be there. So they were going to take it out on the neighbors and smash their cars and flatten their tires and steal their computers and do all this shit. I never saw any black people doing that. I didn't. There were a lot of black people near me, but there was a variety of people in my neighborhood. There's white, Asian, Hispanic, and a couple of black families. And the only people doing anything were white. And for some reason, I'm supposed to hate black people. I can't figure that one out. But otherwise, if you're sitting there waiting for some utopian state of mind in a world is born from chaos, to 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 pop up out of the blue and make peace in the world, I, I'm, I'm afraid it's not going to happen because the world is born of chaos. We can try to control the chaos a little bit, but I don't think we're going to ever have complete peace and complete racial equality and complete anything because that's just not the way life works. Nothing is symmetrical. Nothing is peaceful. Nothing is straightforward and 50-50 and black and white. And there's, there's a, a thousand shades of gray in between black and white, you know. It's not 50 shades of gray. There's all variations all across the spectrum of colors and people and races and religions. There can't be peace in the earth. There's this can't be. It doesn't make any sense. It's not biologically or physiologically even logical. It's not even sensible. Life is born from chaos. Life is born from craziness. And you've got to remember that. Think of the, all those all those sperms that go charging up the vaginal canal into the the egg and the and the uh, side of the woman's body cavity. There's a battle going on, microscopic battle, chaotic battle in a wet, dark environment, all fighting for one thing, so they can basically be a kamikaze diving into an egg, so they can create another life. And then there's that flash of light that bright flash of light as life is created. Look it up. Look it up on YouTube. You'll see the when the egg and the sperm unite, there's a flash of light when life is created. And all I wonder is, like, if people say that God created us in his own image, we're, we're in trouble. 
because God must be sitting up on a cloud somewhere with a needle in his arm, smoking a cigarette, watching a flat screen TV, looking at porno, um, hating himself greatly. He's probably suicidal with a gun in one hand and a bazooka in the other because we're all, we're all just like that down here. We're nuts down here. This is a crazy world, born from chaos. So I don't know. I don't know what the answer is other than we just work together. We just bring it, just bring people in. Say, hey, hey let's, let's go to dinner tonight. Let's talk about uh, the problems we're having here, people. I don't know if that's possible. I'm not about to walk, go sauntering into the east side of Cleveland and say, hey, brother, you want to go have a burger? <laughs> He's going to teach me how to breathe out of the back of my head. That might be a racially um, inflammatory comment, but the truth you don't you just don't walk into somebody's neighborhood and say hey let's work this out it's going to take a long time to to smooth this over it's not just going to happen because you march down main street or some city with a sign in your hand do you you really think that the white people went hmm the man was killed by the cops and there's people protesting and burning down target maybe it's time we we really thought this thing through hmm hmm no nobody's been sitting around thinking that way some people are but not many once this riot thing is over everyone's going to go back to hiding in their houses and putting masks on their face to hide from this dreaded covid-19 virus I guarantee it. It's just, you know, people, unless we make a concerted effort to work with each other and work side by side, it'll never change. And if you're waiting for the politicians and the police and the military to save you, it's not going to happen. Those people always just screw you up the ass. It's been proven. Well, MPT Pop, this is a mind revolution leading you out of the rabbit hole one grain of truth at a time. I hope you're safe, and I hope you're all doing well and you're, and you're healthy. Have a good day. PT Pop signing off. Have a great and a grand day. You have been listening to PT Pop, a mind revolution, leading you out of the rabbit hole, one grain of truth at a time.